As we approach the month of Rajab, one of the sacred months, a month known as Shahrullahi, the month of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a reminder to myself and everyone else to draw closer to Allah, to recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His rights upon us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us from nothing without a need to create us. He reminds us of this in Surah Al-Insan where he said, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Halata ala linsani heenum minad dahri lam yakun shay'am madhkura He said, had there not occurred a long period of time where mankind was not even worth mentioning. Right? So the first favor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed upon us is that He created us from a point where we didn't exist. Hundred years ago, none of us here were around. A hundred years to come, maybe we won't be here as well. Right? So that's the first ni'mah to remind ourselves of. The second one is that every single one of us is blessed with two blessings at all time. It's bestowed with two blessings. The first one is what we've just mentioned, ni'matul ijad, the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created you from nothing. And the second one is ni'matul imdad, is the blessing that every single moment of your existence, you rely completely on Allah's support. Whether you recognize it or not, that is the reality. And this Allah reminds us in Surah Al-Luqman where he said, Alam Allah said, do you not see that Allah has made subservient for you everything in the heavens and earth? He made everything just for you. And he continues to give in abundance. He bestows his blessings in abundance to you. Openly, the ones you see and can recognize, and the ones you're not even aware of that they're there. The scholars say that for one blessing to occur, there are numerous blessings that need to occur before that. Very simple example, for you to be able to eat. You can't eat if you're ill. So eating relies on good health. You can't eat if someone has a gun to your head. So it relies on security. So every single blessing from Allah relies on numerous other blessings that you're not even aware of. Allah created everything for you, as he mentioned in this verse. But he created you for him. Right? Let's say that again. Allah created everything for you, and he created you for him. And he reminds us of this. He says, I've only created mankind and jinn for no other reason except that they may worship me. Ibn Abbas, in explaining this, he said that they may know me. 
So Allah created us just for him. The next verse he explains a bit further. He says, ما أريد منهم من رزق وما أريد أن يطعمون I don't want any provisions from them. And I don't even want them to feed me. Shaykh Ibrahim Niyas, in explaining this, he said, a king will have three types of servants. One are the lowest group, the ones that he sends for all types of errands. Then for the ones that he trusts a bit more, he entrusts them with his food because that goes inside him. And then the special of the special, he entrusts them with just him. Allah negated the last two regarding us. He doesn't need us for rizq. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need us for anything. But he's not created us for food or for any rizq. He's created us just for him. And this is a reason to run to Allah. As Allah says in the Quran, فَفِرُّوا إِلَى Run to Allah. And this is a month that we're coming up to, which is an opportunity for us all to run to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he created all of us with an innate desire for love for beauty and perfection and eternal beauty and eternal happiness. He created everyone with a love, desire for happiness and desire for that happiness to be permanent. And he made all of these things present with him so that we may be attracted to him. If he wanted, he could have made himself obscure or given himself really ugly names, but he gave himself very beautiful names so that we may be drawn to him. Right? He gave himself the most beautiful names. He says, Allahu la ilaha illahu lahu lasma'ul husna. So Allah, there is no Lord worthy of worship but him. To him belongs all of the beautiful names. rahman He said, say, call Allah or call Ar-Rahman. Whichever one you call, to him belongs all of the beautiful names. So Allah, given himself all of these beautiful names, Al-Latif, Al-Alim, Al-Ghafir, Al-Ghafur, Al-Ghafar, all of these amazing names, the subtle, the extremely forgiven, the forbearing, the gentle, the kind, the extremely loving, all of these names so that we may be attracted and drawn to him. So that we may know that we have a Lord that we can turn to. Not only did he give himself these beautiful names, he made himself so close that we don't have to go miles to, to go to him. Whenever you're on a, you're on a set on a journey, there is an internal feel-good factor when you know your journey is not too far. Right? Allah said, when my servant asks about me, I am close. And we are closer to him than his jugular vein. I always ask people to just touch their jugular vein. Try to touch it, right? And then remind yourself, Allahu Akrab. Allah is closer to you than that, right? And this is the Lord that we are asked to return to. And this is the Lord. Allah has made himself so close that it's convenient for us to run to him and to turn to him. Not only is Allah the extremely forgiven with all of these beautiful names, he asked his Prophet to tell us about it. 
He said, So tell my servants, tell them that I am the extremely forgiven and I am the extremely merciful. Right? So after all of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling us to him. What do we do? Who is it that will respond to Allah's call? Who is it that will respond to this call? Allah continuously calls us to the abode of peace. And as we are approaching the month of Allah, this is a reminder for all of us to run back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah asked us to call him. He said, Your Lord has said, call me. So he has asked us to reach out. He didn't only ask us to reach out. He said, when you reach out, I will answer. That's the promise. This is a promise he will never, ever break. Right? And your Lord said, call me and I will respond to you. So Allah, look at all of this invitation from him to approach, to come, right? As you are repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whichever state you may be in, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls you to come back to him. Now, when you want to come back to Allah, what are the steps to take? Okay, asking ourselves, listening to all of these things, all of these blessings that Allah has given to us, what is the first thing to, for us to reciprocate or to try to reciprocate this love, these blessings? Allah gave us a verse of test in the Quran. It says, he told the Prophet to tell us, say, if indeed you love Allah, then follow me. So the test of whether or not we love Allah is in following the Prophet Muhammad How can you follow something you don't know? How can you follow someone you don't know enough information about to be able to follow his example in every situation you might be in? Another way to do this is to ask Allah for it. Ask Allah for his love. Allah, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu taught us a dua. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak. Oh Allah, we ask you for your love. Wa hubba man yuhibbuk. And the love of those who love you. Wa hubba amalin salihin yuqarribuna ila hubbik. And the love of righteous actions that draw us closer to your love. That's another way to do this. Shaykh Abdul Hakim, may Allah preserve him, he reminded us last week of another way to draw closer to Allah in serving others. If we look at the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, he lived a complete life of service. A complete life of service. So if we want to follow him with whatever Allah has given you as a gift, and every one of us has a gift from Allah, how have you used that gift to serve others? How have you used that gift to serve Allah by serving his servants? By making life easier for others? By facilitating 
things for others. That's a way to draw closer to Allah. And he reminded us of this, and I, it really brought a hadith close to mind, a hadith Qudsi, which the Prophet Muhammad said, narrated by Muslim, that on the day of judgment, Allah will say to the son of Adam, Oh, son of Adam, I was ill, and you didn't visit me. And he will say, how can you be ill when you're the Lord of the world? And Allah would reply, did you not know that my servant so-and-so was ill, and had you visited him, you would have found me with him or her. Right? So visiting the ill, visiting the, the, you know, the downtrodden, visiting and helping others, you will find Allah with that. And if this is the case with visiting the ill, what about visiting righteous scholars for knowledge? What about visiting people of Allah? So visiting one another, visiting your family, all of these things, right? With it, you will find Allah in doing that. With another thing to recall, to draw closer to Allah, is to try to the best of your ability to run away from what Allah has asked us not to do. Right? To run away, and that's to run away from everything He's asked us not to do, and to do what He has asked us to do to the best of your ability. And when you have done with everything He has asked us to do, then start with extras. Right? If you find yourself that you've not, you have so many bad habits, then this is the time to repent. Allah's door is always open. And Allah, He knows. If, if Allah wants to give someone something, He puts that dua in their mouth. If Allah wants to bring you closer to Him, He reminds you of how close He is. And then you have nothing else but to turn to Him. When Allah wanted to make Adam the Khalifa, what did He do? He taught him. He taught him names that the angels didn't know. So when Allah wants to bring us closer to him, he reminds us of how close he is so that we may run and draw closer to him. And of all the actions to do, some of the best, the best of actions is to be in constant remembrance of Allah. There are so many doors to Allah. These are just some remembrance, some, 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 some reminders of some of those doors. Allah says, اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ and to remember Allah is the greatest. And establish the prayer for my remembrance. And this is another door to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as we approach Rajab, and it's so amazing, Rajab is the Shahrullah, is the month of Allah. Sha'ban, Shahrun Nabi, it's the month of the Prophet Muhammad. So you go through the month of Allah, fulfilling what that entails by running away from everything he's asked us not to do and drawing closer to him to the best of your ability and then you enter the month of the Prophet right? And then afterwards, then you come to the month of the Ummah, Ramadan. Allahumma balighna Ramadan. May Allah make us people who hear something and take the best of it.